Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Inside Career Technical Education. I'm Ann Baldwin, and it's great to have you along with us today. And I'm Jim Beloga, Ann's co-host, and I'm president and CEO of YTI Career Institute and Port Winchester Institute. And you know what we love about this podcast is finding people with great stories about their successes when it comes to different programs at YTI Career Institute, and this is another good one. Jim, I mean another good one. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm I'm actually very excited to uh, share uh, a little bit about Brandon. Right, so. we were talking with Brandon Wiley. Uh, Brandon, first of all, thanks for being on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. I greatly appreciate it. So Brandon's got such a crazy story and such a long legacy, and we're going to talk about the the culinary arts and the pastry arts at YTI Career Institute. So why don't you start by telling us how it started? How did you discover the program at YTI, and what did it look like when you attended uh, that program? Um, So I first discovered the program back in 2004, 2005. I was actually trying to apply here and actually come here to the school um, some things didn't work out with the financial aid and my parents, um, them being divorced, couldn't come to an agreement. Um, so it, that led me into taking it upon myself. And, um, at that time, uh, the Iraq war was going on, uh, after, you know, obviously after nine 11. Um, so I took it upon myself to raise my hand and, uh, serve my country. And by doing so, um, and fulfilling that contract, um, that allowed me uh, to go to school and actually got paid to go to school. So it's interesting, Brandon, that you say that because, Jim, this is a story of a lot of people, a lot of, and first of all, thank you for your service, um, an Iraqi Freedom Army veteran, and you did yep. well, how many combat tours? Vet. Combat vet. And you did how many tours? I did one tour. One tour was good enough. One is enough. For that. <laughs> exactly. But back to the fact that this is a story of so many folks that come out of the military and then have those dollars to further their education. It's such an advantage. And one of the things that you focus on at YTI. No, no, absolutely. And uh, again, uh, Brandon, thanks very much for your service, uh, first and foremost. And uh, I'm glad you're, you're back home uh, safe as well. Um, yeah, no, I think uh, for us, uh, you know, the, you know, providing the the, the hands-on training, you know, the education that we provide through our programs, um, you know, I think it resonates with, uh, with, with the veteran community. Um, and again, uh, whether it's, it's culinary arts or pastry arts uh, like Brandon or electrical or uh, electronics, uh, you know, any other skilled trades, um, and, and even the other programs that we offer are all, all you know, focused in around hands-on uh, learning and hands-on education. And again, I think that, uh, you know, many of the veterans, uh, their focus in the military when they learn is generally hands-on. Oh, it is. So I think yeah. it, I think it really resonates for them. Um, you know, and it's a great way for them, uh, to, uh, use their, their benefits, uh, to further, further, you know, further themselves, you know, individually as well as, uh, supporting their community. So you went all in, Brandon, when you attended, uh, YTI yeah. Career Institute, um, you went to both the culinary arts restaurant program, right? You started there. Yeah, I, I started. Uh, yeah, I started in the culinary arts and restaurant management program. And you graduated from that. And then what? Yep. Um, so once I graduated from the culinary arts restaurant management program, um, I then was on externship at York Hospital Wellspan. Um, and while I was doing uh, my externship, at Wellspan, York Hospital, 
I reapplied and started the baking and pastry arts program under uh, Chef Susan Notter. Very nice. So then what did you do with that education once you fulfilled both of those programs? Then where did you take that and how did you apply it? So upon graduation of, like I said, of culinary arts, being at Wellspan, within a year, I started out as just a just a short order cook in the main kitchen and then moved to an, an outlet uh, kitchen. But within the year I got promoted to uh, sous chef and I opened and ran developed menus uh, for the new uh, surgical rehab hospital out at Apple Hill, uh, which is about a two minute ride from York hospital. Um, and I, and I ran that kitchen for five years uh, setting up, like I said, I set that from the ground up and that really helped my education really helped me in the fact that it gave me the backbone to know both sides. Um, I had one of my first employees I hired was an Italian baker from New York. Um, and so it gave me that perspective of knowing both sides. Uh, I had my, all my education from YTI, from my military and from high school um, to fall back on. You know, and that's a great point too, that you just brought up. And again, if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with uh, Brandon Wiley and, uh, we'll get to the point of, of what Brandon is doing today too. But with the restaurant, um, program, the restaurant management program at YTI, you know, that's the other piece of it. You're not just in the industry modeled kitchen, Mm -hmm. you know, cooking and learning, but then you also have the business component. And Mm -hmm. it sounds like that business component, Brandon, also helped you further your career in regard uh, no to no doubt yeah. they one of the uh, most complex courses that we have inside the program of culinary arts and restaurant management is facility layout design which also encompasses menu production mm-hmm. and and an ordering and all three of those it's, and that's also a professional development class so all three of those classes compose into one project and that's your grade for the term and basically you are researching demographics to putting your menu together to pricing out your menu to the restaurant um, to how you want to set up and decor your restaurant how you're going to lay out your kitchen but then also it encompasses uh, giving an interview for your project on the professional development side And that class really paid off huge uh, because I had the confidence to do such. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I mean, I have to say that uh, the CARM program, the Culinary Arts and Restaurant Management program is um, really a holistic approach to, you know, to uh, the the business, if you will. And, um, you know, the other thing that, you know, Brandon's talking about is, um, uh, you know, really sort of understanding the business and the economics of it all. Because, again, so much of what he just said goes into how um, successful you are as, as a uh, restauranteur. And, you know, the other thing that I um, really enjoy being able to participate um, over the years is uh, when they do uh, senior simulation where the students get to work the back of the house yep. and the front of the house. Yeah. And, it's kind of uh, like Hell's Kitchen, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 it, it, it yep. is. It is. And, and, it's, and it's really, it's another one of those experiential opportunities, you know, that students get. Um, where they're able to really understand what it takes to be successful, you know, in the back of the house and what it really takes to be successful in the front of the house. Right. And, 
and um, being able to go through that with the foundational knowledge that uh, Brandon just talked about, um, I you know I think um, really sort of sets our our students apart and sets them up for success. It sounds like it, and you're a perfect example of that, Brandon. So you went from there, and now you are involved, still applying your degree that you got from YTI Career Institute um, in your current career, and you are a corrections officer. So how did that happen? Um, so that happened uh, when I left Wellspan. I ended up getting into uh, food sales. I ended up being a food broker. Um, and then upon uh, the disappointment of doing food service for so long, um, I ended up getting relieved uh, from that duty, that job. Um, so I fell back onto my experience with my mili- with my military background and got into applying for security work. And I applied at York County Prison and I actually applied there to be a corrections officer because I was completely done with food service, just burned out. Uh, And then a week before my graduation, uh, I got approached about a kitchen supervisor position that nobody in the prison had, had wanted. And that paid huge dividends for me. when COVID hit, you know, I had only been at York County a little over eight, nine months, maybe. Mm-hmm. And um, they started laying off uh, fellow officers um, out of a good bit of officers, probably a good 75 officers. Wow. Mm, I was wow. the only one to be retained during that process because I was in a department. You were you're and, irreplaceable. You're mm, one of those that yeah. we talk about on this podcast. Mm. You're an essential employee. Employee, yeah. Right. So you talk about and, job security, yeah. Oh, and it and it paid huge dividends, you know, because having been let go from one, you know, I could have easily fell back into that whole trap and everything and had a different experience. But my food service background, you know, for it, it afforded me to the opportunity to have that uh that option uh given to me. You know, I, I still had to apply. I still had to interview for it. But, you know, my resume spoke for itself. Yep. Yeah, no, that's huge. And, and maybe for our, our viewers and, and listeners, Brandon, maybe you could just talk about um, what your job duties are as, you know, as, as this corrections officer now and, and, and what some of the main duties that you're doing where you're relying on your um, degree from YTI Career Institute. Yeah, so, you know, I still... I still have direct supervision of inmates, so the whole care, custody, and control uh, aspect of security mm-hmm. uh, is still in play. But on top of that, being a kitchen supervisor, I have direct supervision of the inmates. And my inmates, my inmate workers that work for me, they are responsible on midnight shift. They are responsible for prep, uh, uh, inventory, and production. Uh, we don't, the only cooking my guys do is, is for the, uh, employee lounge mm-hmm. that we don't run tray line service, you know, being on midnight, but so teaching them first in first out FIFO, mm-hmm. which is another, you know, uh, serve safe sanitation yeah. principle in the food service industry. Right. And that's also being taught here in the program. Uh, so I still apply all those things. 
Yeah, it's really it's really it's really cool to 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 listen, you know, to uh, to, to your story and and how you are using uh, a lot of what you learned. I mean, you know, uh, you parlayed your your uh, experience in the service, you know, into corrections and security, and then you've you've also parlayed your um, your YTI career institute education into you know the kitchen supervisor, and now you're taking the knowledge that you gained when you attended our school. And uh, you're 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 passing that on to to the inmates and food prep and inventory control, food uh, safety, food safety. Yeah, if you don't mind, I, I wouldn't mind sharing a little story with you. Sure. Sure. Um, that kind of brings everything all together. Great. You know, um, when you when you work in a prison, uh, time is everything, and they have nothing but time. So they they you know you talk to them, you interact with them. I mean, they're human beings just like you are. Mm-hmm. And so they you know we each get to know each other. You know, rather you like it or you don't, you know, so um, you always try to treat them as the way you would want to be treated. And coming from my food service background, and, and I knew this was going to be I wanted teaching and being an instructor was my end goal from day one. I knew that's that was my purpose in life. And being at the prison um, just two days ago. Um, you know, being in the military, I've, I've, I've coming from combat, uh, I still, you know, I have I have PTSD and I still fight with my personal demons from that. Mm-hmm. But a part of my therapy in that is being a gardener and it helps relieve all that stuff. And I can focus on being one with nature. But a part of the gardening, um, I, I had some uh, heirloom tomatoes that I've grown, but I also do my own food production for my house. So I had my own homemade bacon that I made at the house. So I, I took that in and actually me and the inmate workers on my shift, uh, I made homemade BLTs for them <laughs> and something like that, that yeah, you way. and I take for granted being on the outside Right. for them. It takes them back to being at home, takes them back to being at the table. Mm-hmm. And, and I wanted to share that because the, the value in that is food brings us all together. Absolutely. Right. And you right. know, you just mentioned too, Brandon, that, teaching was always your end goal. And we're not done yet with Brandon's story. So kind of the final piece of this um, is that you're also now an adjunct faculty member at YTI in the uh, culinary arts and pastry program. So talk a little bit about that. So not only are you working full time, the midnight shift, but you're also giving back. It's a funny, and like you said, it's, it's really, it's, it's funny and it's full circle. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, I kind of wrote off when the whole thing transpired with the fallout with the previous job, I, I kind of wrote off that dream. Uh, cause I had interviewed three other, you know, schools. Uh, one was my alma mater twice, uh, for high school mm-hmm. and, um, got turned down, finished second each time. Um, so I was, I just kind of like threw it to the sides, like it's never going to happen. And I was working my midnight shift and I was sleep during the day. And I woke up to a text message from uh, Chef Hess, Chef Pete Hess. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he's like, hey, man, just wanted to check. So I just thought it was like a, hey, I'm just going to check on you kind of text. Because uh, I've always kept in contact with my instructors, rather been from you know high school to YTI. And so I thought he was just checking in and got to read. And he goes, hey, you know, I have a position open. Wanted to know if you want to work part time. And. So I really wasn't looking and it changed everything. Uh, and 
the instructors that are here now and Chef Hess being one of my former instructors, uh, Chef Renfro, Chef Cobb. And then we've also, they've also hired and brought on um, Chef Michael Gingrich. And Chef Gingrich, I actually had, he was my original pastry instructor back at York County School of Technology for my four years of high school. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. yeah well, you know, persistence uh, yeah. really does pay yep. off. And, and Brandon, I'm, yep. I'm, glad, I'm glad that you, you continue to just put one foot in front of the other. And, and again, I think it's a, it's a great story for, for our viewers and listeners to, you know, uh, sort of experience a walk uh, through, your, through your life and, and uh, how persistence yeah. has paid off for you. And um, I think uh, it, it's uh, nice to uh, see that uh, good things are, are happening. And, um, you know, again, given all the things that you've been up against as well throughout your career, uh, it's really uh, it's, it's a great story. So thanks for sharing it. Absolutely. So we got to wrap things up, but and it also shows, you know, our, our viewers and our listeners, too, that, hey, when you get knocked down or you get declined, get back up right. because it yeah. doesn't it's not it's not failure. And look where you're at now. So it, it is just such a great Amen. story. So finally, my last question that we want to ask is what advice do you have for people who might be watching this podcast and are considering a career in culinary? Maybe it's a, an adult learner. Maybe it's somebody out of high school. Maybe it's uh, somebody coming out of the military. What's your best piece of advice? My best piece of advice would be to, to never give up. Always, always keep your best foot forward. Keep your head up. You never know what's going to be around the next corner. Uh, none of us know fully what's down the road. Um, but if you have that goal and you have that, you know, that persistence, that drive, you know, we, no one wants to just do a job in their life. No, it's always hard to get up every day when you're just working that nine to five job. But if you can truly find that goal, that's going to lead you to what your passion is. You never find yourself struggling to get up in the, in, at the beginning of the day. And, and that's really what should be the end result for everybody is striving for what that passion. Yep. Yeah. Do what you love. Well, Brandon Wiley, we want to thank you so much for taking time and some sleep because, you know, Mm -hmm. you work the overnights to join us on this podcast. And as we, and as we like to say, we never say good luck. We say continued success. Oh, thank you. Thank Thank you guys very much. Um, And thank you for what you've not only offered myself, but um, all the past graduates. Uh, of all the programs because it's a truly great school and it's a truly great um, opportunity for anybody looking to get into a field. See, there's emotion there. You know, it's, I mean, I'm tearing up a little bit, but you're right. It's all about the students and it's all about where they end up in their careers. So what an inspirational story. Thanks for sharing it with us. And thank you for sharing your time on this edition of Inside Career Technical Education. We'll see you again next time.